Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Fiction. Science fiction. Horror. Fantasy. Crime. LGBT. Thriller. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hi. 
The biggest names in tennis are coming to Paris for the most anticipated Roland Garros in years. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. Experience three weeks of unparalleled tournament access as the world's top players in tennis face off against each other. Will the veteran champions continue their dominance or will a fresh face emerge to challenge their legacy on the clay courts? Daily live coverage of this epic showdown begins Monday, May 20th. Don't miss a matchup. Stream it now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Now entered the house of mystery with your hosts, Eric Shapiro. David North Martino, John Copenhaver, and Al Warren. Heard on KCP 106.5 FM Los Angeles, 102.3 FM Riverside, and 1050 AM Palm Springs. Welcome back into the House of Mystery, and we are on day five of Christmas holiday week, and hope you're enjoying your time, and hope not too many families got into arguments over politics and Trump, you know. Let's save that for Thanksgiving. Anyway, so we've got, uh, again, we've got uh, Adrian and uh, Rick with us, and wow, just I just... Hey, it's good to see you. Yeah, it's always, always exciting. Um, and we've been playing some of their great music, and uh, a lot of Christmas music, and festive music, and uh, they've been talking about how they... Um, you know, get get to doing the songs and how they write them sometimes and how they put it together or their video and, and all that. It's very interesting. So uh, now now one aspect we hadn't talked about a lot um, that I think is kind of um, kind of cool maybe. And uh, let's start with um, when you where where does it come from for you when you're writing a song? Like we're, you know, because I know, okay, so, so Rick, you've written a few books and, uh, and there's a process to it. And, uh, the same thing as when you, uh, write a song or something or you have some lyrics. Where do you think this comes from for you? I, really all over the place. I mean, um, you know, I, I obviously a song, books take longer than songs, obviously, to write. A song you can write in a day or it might take a book, but a book could take a whole year. But um, I get ideas everywhere. Like I, for songs, for books, for scripts, they they just, 
they come, there's some something out there that's sending me all these ideas. So I, a lot of times if I'm physically doing something else is when I'll get an idea for something. Um, I could be, well, also, you know, you mentioned your dog is really old, and I was trying to think if I've ever written a song for, for my dog, for about a dog, for my dog, and I did, sort of. We had a dog, Duchess, and she was 14, and we had to put her to sleep the next day, and she'd be, become deaf, and she used to be petrified of thunderstorms, and she was outside trying to go to the bathroom, and there was a thunderstorm, and she was oblivious to it, but I was really sad thinking that we had to put her to sleep the next day, and I, but I was thinking, well, she won't be afraid of thunder anymore. That was the idea for the song title, She's Not Afraid of Thunder Anymore. I started to write it. It became a song about a little girl growing up, had nothing to do with the dog, but it came from that place for my dog. And so that's... Okay, so you know, now if I stop you there. Yeah. So so that kind of gives that's the initiation, you're putting it together. So down the road somewhere you get the song written, finalized. It's together. Where does the courage come for you to actually want other people to hear it? Like and I, and I don't you know, and I don't mean that's a bad way, but I'm just saying that I love that question. We all, I love that well, question. We all do these things. It does take courage. Yeah, it takes especially nowadays cuz look at we've got this world where everybody and their dog can say something about you on 20 different places. So you're mm -hmm. very exposed. And and, mm -hmm. and what you've just talked about in that song, it means something to you. Like every one of these songs we've gone through this week, a lot of them had special meaning to you or there, there was something you can talk about. And, and that is being vulnerable in the sense that you put that out in front of everyone and then let them have at her. And it's not always... It's not always pretty. People are not always nice. So I'm just saying. So you're you're expressing something that's important to you emotionally, and you're letting everyone have it. And so, what what drives you to do that? Well, and I think Adrian will agree with this. You have to you have to have, to have a thin thick skin and not take things personally. Like there's everyone has different tastes in music and whatever it is, and there's always going to be... Yes, not everyone's yeah, going to like it. There's people that just are just nasty, but you just, you know, you take it with a grain of salt and a margarita. That's another song of mine. But anyway. Um, <laughs> yes. Adrian, oh, um, you should really record that one because that has a Latin flavor to it. Anyway. Um, but <laughs> You see how yeah. he is? Yeah. This is how he is, and all these ideas yes. start swimming, and, and this is how we get oh, things so, done. You know... So you just but and you put it out there like I go I belong to NSAI National Songwriters Association Incorporated where we do evaluations on songs. So those are very helpful. People give suggestions, but you have to kind of feed out what makes sense, what doesn't make sense. But it's good to get some feedback and and what other people are hearing. And you have to be kind of open to suggestion, but not you know, but no kind of that if one person says something, you know, you kind of take it. But if six people are saying that line's not working or whatever, but you know, you just have to kind of it does take a certain what was the word you used? Um, not well, courage. Courage. It's like your baby. You're putting your baby out there. Oh, how do you like my baby? And if, if someone's baby's ugly, you don't want to say baby's ugly. Yeah. Or if they don't like the song. But you don't want just your family or friends asking how the song is because then they're going to feel they have to be nice. So you want some honest feedback, but but that's going to help. Yes. But, and then if enough people, you know, and also you have to trust your own, to your degree, your own self of what you feel. But also, again, I use the word marinate. Let it marinate and come back to it a couple months later and then listen to your own song. You're going to hear yes. it a totally different way or you'll be more objective. So I just do that and I make the demos and whatever and then send them out. And if it's, what's the worst that happens? They don't like it. So what? 
you know, if they like it, they like it. It's, sometimes you write it for yourself and you don't care if anyone else records it or does it. It's your own. Like that song I have never really sent out for anyone to record, although I think it could be. It's like a nice song for someone, but it has to be an older artist that sings it. And a lot of times artists won't do a song if it makes them older in the song, which is so silly because it's about a grown up mm -hmm, daughter, mm -hmm. you know. Well, I will, I will add that, you know, everything that he said is, is definitely I, I, I relate to also that a song, you know, what starts me off in a song usually is a feeling. For me, it comes from a feeling when I write um, uh, a song. And, you know, on my EP, A Song For You, I wrote God Is Real. I wrote that. And um, on my upcoming album, I, I write eight of the songs. So I, there's a feeling that comes across that, 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 that I, that, that I want to translate into music. So that's usually, and then the courage part is so, so true because I could love something, but that doesn't mean that everybody else is going to love it. But if I love it or if the song is so strong, it overrides the fear of what you think other people will think. So then it gets released and it, it happens. And then people, it, so you're releasing something with conviction. Now, now, writers quite often will have um, something that is called imposter syndrome. And maybe you've heard of that, maybe, Rick. You know, because uh, sometimes there's writers that will write, and they, they keep on writing, but there's, there's always an insecurity that what they're writing isn't good enough, and they call that imposter syndrome. You know, there's, that, there's this kind of fear. Is there any of that in, in writing music? I well, I don't know. I know I'm more of a lyricist and less of a melody. So I'm, I'm not as secure with my melodies as I am with my lyrics, I think, for me. Um, and some people are better with melody and lyrics, you know. But so, um, but usually, I, I mean, I think everyone writes, well, Dolly Parton's written 3,000 songs, and she'll say half of them aren't even good. I mean, you know. So I would say, you know, 99 out of 100 of mine aren't good if half of Dolly's aren't good, because she's one of the best songwriters ever. But... I, you know, I, I don't think I had that, what you said, imposter syndrome. So, yeah, and I never heard of that, actually. Yeah. But I, I guess you can, you know, and sometimes you think your song is really good right after you wrote it. And then you look at it a few weeks later, it's like, oh, this is awful. You know, or you look at it, back at it years later. But I, I, I think, um, you know, a certain, I mean, there are, I have so many songs that I've never done anything with because I think I know ahead of time, all right, that's not worth doing a demo for. That's not worth pursuing more. Or that one needs a lot more work. So, because I have like literally hundreds of songs kind of sitting that aren't finished or I didn't, for, you know, because they just, all right, yeah, that's not worth my time or continuing, I guess. I, I, if I'm understanding what you're asking, yeah. I think um, I, I have a song coming up in the spring that I wrote, and it was written originally years ago. And when it was the original demo of the song um, had a certain style it sounded like something from that period, from over a decade ago. And when I revisited it with my producer, we updated it and we made it current. And I suddenly started adding other lyrics and other parts, pieces to it. And it, it sounds fresh. The, the original song is there, but... I would say that that first version could be imposter syndrome because 
it could be a reflection of what was trendy back then as opposed to being authentic to myself. And as I got to know myself more as an artist now, I was able to really make it more true this time. And now that it's getting finally getting released, it's going to be more authentic. So I think that might be a little bit of what the imposter syndrome feels like. It's Christmas Eve in the past He would go to midnight mass He'd sing songs of praise With gin on his breath His mind in a haze Not a day went by He didn't need to get higher The taste of his drink As sweet as the sound of the choir his favorite song of the season is always ringing in his ears. His New Year's resolution he put down the bottle it's been almost a year. His Christmas will be the first one in a long time. Midnight will be clear. Midnight will be clear. Said, Lord, help me, please. As soon as he did, he felt peace in his soul. On this holy day, he'd sing that glorious song of old. His favorite song of the season is always Today, you've got Through the Storm on our list again and um, under with Rick, Rick's name and that. So was, was there something more that we need to know about this song? I'm not sure. I think we put it uh, another like in repetition. And so people, we, we feel like yesterday people heard it and so many people were going to request it so that we put it on again today. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Um, uh, 
I think, you know, it's just, uh, yeah, hopefully it's a song that brings hope to people. And, and I've gotten a few, like you said, when you put a song out and how people are going to react to it, are you, uh, people have reacted very good to that song, uh, the video, and they were, it, some people said it helped them. They were going through a tough time. So that's the best thing you can hear about one of your songs, that it made them feel better or it helped them. So, a survival song, too, and also a song that brings uh, people, um, again, uplifting encouragement. Um, it, it It's gratifying to be able to put a film, a video together, a short, and do what we do in addition to making the song and completing it with a picture, telling a story, and um, people like that. So in a way, it's our, like our own mini episodes. There are times in my life when the sun disappears Clouds of doubt rolling fast, stirring up all my fears Seems like rain pours down from the skies up above I feel myself going under, you raise me up with your love Through the storm, you're my shelter, no matter how strong the wind blows Through the storm, you protect me no matter how high the tide goes Above the noise of the thunder I hear your voice soft and warm As you keep me safe Through the storm When there's fog everywhere With you I can still see I know I can make it to Where I need to be Keep me as calm as a hurricane's eye Even when I'm near danger Or feel the low intensify Through the storm, you're my shelter No matter how strong the wind blows Through the storm, you protect me No matter how high the tide goes Above the noise of the thunder Obviously written for me. <laughs> yeah, it was written for. I, I felt that I was meant to do it, and 
and it was written before my time. However, um, I do hear from people who tell me that my version is their favorite, and that's tremendous considering how many amazing artists from Ray Charles to Donny Hathaway to, uh, you know, the Carpenters did a version. Yeah, I was just going to say, didn't the Carpenters do it? That was yes, the Carpenters did a version. Whitney Houston did a version. A lot of people oh. recorded it. Oh but I think that through this song, through this version, when you hear it and when you see the, music, the, the film short and the music video, you really see who I am as an artist. You really get the real, true me. And that is as raw as I've probably ever been. I think it's I think it's a stepping into my my career as a pop singer. And Adrian, I want to thank you again for putting me in the video. That it really was a fun video to be part of and be in. And to see the result of that, I mean, it's a beautifully shot video, shot in 4K, ultra high definition. It's cinematic. It really is. And so. Um, I just didn't want to do any any old video. This this was another level. We wanted to really do something that would be forever. And I think that and no one has done a video for a song for you, you know, in terms of a video. Usually it's been a performance, you'll see performance clips of the singers who have made it, but you have not seen a music video for it. And I, I wanted to do an official video for this song. I think it deserved it. How does that song change you? It humbled me. This song is it's so true, Alan. Like, there are songs that change you and affect you, just like a movie script or a film, a film role or a, a, a role as an actor in a, in, a, in a play. You know, a role will change the way I view something because I'll learn something from the character I'm playing. This is the same case. It's once I recorded this song, I became a different kind of singer. I I elevated to um, to sing better. But the humbling piece of it is that it's basically saying for me, it's basically saying that I may not be the king I thought I was going to be, but I'm good enough. And I'm okay. I'm all right. And so being at a place in your life, you know, when, we, you know, when you're young and you want to conquer and rule the world and you want to do this, you want to do that, and life hits you in the knees and it doesn't exactly turn out the way you thought it was going to turn out, but then you realize you humble yourself down and you go, okay, but I have to be grateful for what I do have. And what I have is pretty darn good. So that's, I think, a, a big part of it for me. So this song did humble me. I guess, Rick, Rick you would never have anything like that, do you? What, being something that humbles me? Oh, yeah. Lord, it's hard to be humble when you're perfect in every way. <laughs> That's a Mac Davis song. I don't know if you know it. I, I have a jukebox. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, oh, it's funny. Yeah. I have jukebox to read, though, whenever to someone says something. It's a, do you know it, Alan, or no? Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. it's a great song. It's it, uh, yeah. yeah, really funny. I used to sleep with Mac. <laughs> He's a great songwriter, Mac Davis. In the ghetto, yeah. he wrote. Great lips. And, yeah, wonderful. Yeah. Great, 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 great lips. 
I've been so many places in my life and time. I've sung a lot of songs. I've made some bad rhymes. I've acted out my life in stages with ten thousand people watching. We're alone now, and I'm singing this song to you. You taught me precious secrets of a true love, withholding nothing. You came out in front when I was hiding. Much better, and if my words don't come together, listen to the melody, 'cause my love is in there hiding. No space or time. I love you for my life. You are a friend of mine. And when my life is over, remember when we were together. We were alone. Sing this song to you. We were alone, and I was singing this song to you. We were alone, and I was singing this song. Now, now we go on to uh, now. These must be this must be another one uh, when we're talking about Angel of Mine again. We're going to be playing that. Um, how important? Of this, how important is this song to you? Well, um, you know, when you hear it, you will have to tell me because, you know, hopefully it speaks to you. It's what it is important to me if it speaks to people. It's it isn't you know once you do a song, you let it go and you let it go to the world and you let that let it move the world. So if it does that. Then that's important to me, and that's what it's what it's worth. So, um, so that's what I found, and and I'm always surprised when people tell me how they feel with this song. That's why, you know, um, as soon as you play it now, you've got to tell me how you like it. Um, 
or or it stinks, you know, just tell me. Um, but it just uh, also I really I love the fact that I was able to do R and B, you know, to get into a little bit more of an R and B flavor. I was happy to do that. What was that, Rick? I said, spoiler alert, it does not stink. Well, I can't, I can't <laughs> smell either, so. <laughs> That's right. You wouldn't know, yeah. So I can't tell you that, so, you know, right. you know. No, I, I just think it's a real, uh, it's a, you know, I think, I think the black community, the black community and specifically women who love that song, you know, I, I, we played it at a, at an event recently and I saw all the black women in the audience because they know they know the original but they appreciated what I brought to it as a male singer and I just uh it was just my tipping my hat off to to Monica. I, I thought I thought I love her and I love her music. saw you I already knew there was something inside of you something I thought that I would never find angel of mine I looked at you looking at me now I know why they say the best things are
song I'm playing for the day, of course, will be when Donna sang the last song. Last Dance. <laughs> I know. When Donna sang Last Dance, Alan. I might have written it wrong on the thing. I don't know. But, um, <laughs> Impossible. Uh, yeah, and Alan, what did you think of Angel of Mine? Wasn't that something? I, 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 I'm, I'm speechless. <laughs> wow, it takes a lot to make him speechless. Holy cow. <laughs> Um, see, the angels are moving you. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we're going to play. Yeah, I guess we're going to repeat that one. When Donna played, when Donna sang Last Dance. Do you, remember, sang, do you remember our first dance when Donna sang Last Dance? The music played, I held you close. I knew I'd never want to let you go. I, I Now I forgot the lines. Um, oh, I forgot. I am thinking, I'm thinking, Alan, that when I do record it one day, that I'm going to retitle it when Donna sang. Last song. <laughs> no, just when Donna sang. <laughs> um, yeah. And uh yeah, co written with David Sanchez and um and sung by Collaborati. And it uh, makes me feel good when I hear it. It was just oh. a surprise. I didn't expect that to happen. When I first heard that I thought, oh my goodness, this is so much better than I thought. When I heard the original demo, well, I just was, thought, yeah, it was I thought it was a little corny. Yeah. I thought it was a little corny when I heard the demo. Right. You know, it was just Rick and you know Rick's twang and everything. Right. But then I heard this, this this recording and I thought, oh, I missed the boat. Well, Big David time. Sanchez took it and he did the music and he he really brought a lot to it and. um a, a cool story about this song. I have a friend who owns like a radio station in Virginia from high school. And so he played the song on his station and somebody tweeted about the song. Someone who didn't even know me heard the song on that radio station and they tweeted like, I had to look up the song I heard on this radio station. It's a really cool song. So that was really cool that, you know, someone I didn't even know heard the song and was like, and then right. tweeted about it. Yeah. So that those are little things that, you know, we don't do this to make a lot of money because we don't. Um, Especially with streaming. It actually now. costs money to make to, music to make, now. Yeah, a lot. I would make a lot more demos and, and do a lot more if I had. But that, those little things of being played on WMCT radio in you know, uh, mm-hmm. Tennessee and people requesting the songs, the Christmas songs, like, like Midnight Will Be Clear that Adrian sings. And, and mm-hmm. uh, some of my songs they requested. It was just um, that those little things really mean a lot, you know. Mm-hmm. Is that why you still strip at night? I strip at night because I don't make money from the, uh, the songwriting. So uh, yeah. to make an extra 10 bucks, I strip, yeah. It's so true, so true. And, you know, every once in a while, like, you know, Rick is crying, oh, I'm going to have to go off tonight. Oh, man, okay, again, <laughs> great. So um, it's because, you know, we, uh, if you notice, Alan, a lot of artists, big artists, you notice that they don't release as much as they used to? You notice that they don't, you know, there was a time when artists released an album every year. Right. Yeah. And that doesn't happen anymore, and there's a reason for that. It's because it costs money and because people don't buy music the same way, you know. And so, yes, you have people who um, are fans of certain artists, and they'll buy whatever they put out, which is fine, but there's also less support for that because the streaming services are content is subscription-based, and so 
you know, it, it economically it doesn't make sense. So when you have someone like Rick or myself, an artist who is independent, and we put out music and we release uh, songs and we release new recordings, it's because we are passionate about it. It's because we have to do it. And there's no way that we can't do it. And we're hopeful that people will follow us and, and continue to follow our music and, and buy our music on iTunes and on Amazon, you know, digitally or, or you know, um, uh, or, or vinyl or CD. And just so that, so that we can continue to create this music, but we're hoping that the music speaks for itself for years and years to come. And that's why we do it. Any new artists out there that you guys like? Uh, I think Harry Styles the, I like. Girl. I like you like Harry Styles? Styles? I like this. There's an LGBT girl who just won Best New Artist American Music Award. Oh, Dove. Dove is her name. And I'm digging her big time. Um, and I find her to be incredibly uh, humble as an artist. Um, I just really admire her and I find, um, there, so there's a few people out there that are, are picking up the reins and realizing, okay, you know, what they, what they can do and they have the audience who is listening. So there's, there's a few out there. You know, I love Pink. I love, uh, you know, there are people who, who write and produce beautiful music and, um, you know, I can't Lizzo. find this is a thing. Lizzo, Lizzo, mm -hmm, her, you know, who is also branching into acting. Um, what are her pronouns? Well. No, I'm kidding. Um, what, exactly. Uh, I like the country, uh, Kelsey Ballerini for country. I like some of her stuff. Um, cause I don't like a lot of the newer country stuff, but, and there's a lot, very few female artists they play in country, but if she comes, she writes her own stuff and she's, I think, very good. Well, what about that? Isn't that Brandy Carlisle? Oh, I like Brandy Carlisle. Yeah, and I only know her through Tanya Tucker, but yeah, she's amazing, Brandy Carlisle. And I've seen her on those awards shows. Mm -hmm. Like, just wow, what a voice. Mm -hmm. She's a lesbian, too. She is. It's beginning Look a lot like to, Christmas. It's beginning to go up more. <laughs> yes, it is. It's beginning to look a lot And so I think that there's more of that fluidity because people are more sexually fluid and that's the term um alan the past um fluid and uh, alan's going what what is what fluid what is adrian talking about now wet. fluid um, i love talking yeah, about fluid <laughs> i love being wet talking about non-binary and people who are just you know young kids that you know i never had a question about myself wanting to be male However, I understand when people feel they're not fully able to express themselves and these new artists that are coming out now, you're seeing a lot more of that, like in Harry Styles, um, you know, doing the cover of Vogue, for instance, you know, Billy Porter, who is a friend and he's, you know, just got a star in a walk of fame and 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 you know and and so the the narrative is changing it's just um it, it's 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 changing it's shifting a little bit but i think it's it's the way of the world it's a reflection of what's happening well there you have it any christmas songs that you'd want to do that you haven't done yet 
Yes. I would say I got three Christmas albums in me, probably. How do you fit them and in? I, I don't know, but I have these boxes over here. And so, um, but, there, but there were 30 songs that I had to select from to make my upcoming, my first Christmas album. There's a couple of originals in it and um, some that I'm saving for the second and for the third. But there are, yes, there are songs that I, you know, some some traditional favorites that I really want to do, but also some, some you know, some off ones that we have never, that we rarely hear. I, I, I find some obscure ones that I really want to do. But like I said um, to you earlier, that uh, I want to do Dolly Parton's Hard Candy Christmas. I definitely mm. think I could give that one a good whirl. Um, and, you know, it, it was not in originally in the Christmas album. It was in Best Little Horror House in Texas. And yet, I just find that melody darling. I find that to be a lovely... See, it hits that spot. It hits that feeling that I talk about that makes you bring you right to Christmas. Well, they, they play and her version every takes Christmas you. on the radio. I mean, it's, so it, it does, it is considered, even though it wasn't really a Christmas song, it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it grew yeah. into that, but in the beginning, it was just, you know, right. playing in that movie, and it wasn't, but it grew into that because Dolly kept making more Christmas material, Christmas right. movies, and, and so she, you know, so she's had more of that. But I would love to do it as a male you know, that's another thing. I do like taking female songs mm. and converting them. I do yeah. enjoy that. Aren't you doing a version I feel like a natural woman coming up or no? I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> that's exactly. <laughs> you can't give away all our secrets. Yeah. So, so what's the uh, Christmas plans for the boys? What are you guys doing this this um, this holiday? The boys, the girls. You can't see the me girls. beyond my. The man beyond my waist. You can't see me below my waist. Um, the boys. Um, boy, you you really have converted me. You are one naughty, <laughs> naughty host. Uh, and and Rick is nice, and you're naughty. Um, so um, why I'm are going plans, east Rick? coast to Delaware to my mo mom and my. I'll see my brother and my sisters and my nieces and nephews uh, coming. Some of them come from Kentucky and stuff. And then I'm going to go up to Long Island for three days because I've been there forever, um, right after Christmas. Wow. Yeah, so those are my. So you like the Kentucky way? Well, I won't you? be. I'll be um, <laughs> in Delaware, but my sister coming up from Kentucky. But one year we went to Kentucky, and my sisters and I thought Kentucky Christmas that was a good title, and I wrote a whole script based on that title. So anyway, wasn't that called Deliverance? No. <laughs> <laughs> You're terrible, Miriam. And Alan Warren will be here You're all week, terrible. ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Uh, I, I, uh, I'm gonna, I'm planning on doing a little surprise for my mom, who has been on lockdown and, and been, you know, safe and thankfully so. Um, so there's, so I got a couple of surprises for her and mostly I intend to stay home because I've been home, you know, this whole time. I haven't traveled. Uh, much. I plan to do more uh, getting out there more next year. Um, but I continue to work on this music. So, so I take a few days for Christmas and then, and then I, 
I continue on working more songs for you. So let's tell everybody where they can find you. So, so we can start with what uh, Rick. Start with Rick. Tell us where you can get your books. Your uh, if you have website, okay. so, what social media you like to play with, and okay. uh, what hookup apps you're on. And <laughs> oh my God, well. My, yeah, my books. website is uh, sudirick.com, so S-U-D-I-R-I-C-K.com. And, yeah, I have two books out. One is How Catering Sucked the Life Right Out of Me, and the other is Rainbow Relatives, and that's on speaking to kids about LGBTQ families and friends. Um, my videos are on YouTube. I think it's under Rick Sudi Karatash or Sudi Rick Karatash or Sudi Karatash, depending on that. Um, and I'm on, I guess I'm on Instagram also. And Facebook, I definitely am not on Twitter for uh, obvious reasons, I think. Um, and what else? Um, Grinder. I don't talk about it. What is, what <laughs> is Grinder? I have no idea what that is. Grinder. Grinder. I don't even know her. Scruff. Exactly. Ooh, I like that. I like that. Squirt. That's funny. Squirt. Scruff. What are these? Why are you? Bear 401. Do you have Tourette's or something? What are you doing? Alan. Alan, leave your private questions for after the show. <laughs> no, this is for Brian, everybody. Like Come a on. Cooking, a cooking app or something? <laughs> yes. Yes. yes, you really must get it. Okay. Yeah, yeah especially if you want to do something rotisserie. So, <laughs> so uh, you want to baste oh, something. And one, yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, and my movie, I, Welcome on My Pradas, is on Amazon and uh, yes. QB TV. Sorry. Yes. So go ahead, Adrian. AdrianChristian.com. You'll find all of my links there. Um, uh, on iTunes, um, just find Adrian Christian. You'll see me. I'm the only one. Um, go to iTunes, go to Amazon, and you see Adrian Christian simply. Um, and on YouTube, subscribe to my YouTube channel because we do put out great content and great videos. So, so you hit that uh, notification bell and subscribe button, and you will get all of um, notification. Of, you know when something special comes out. I don't badger. My fans, you know, my fans want more stuff, but I, but I put out stuff, you know, enough where you can really enjoy and you can subscribe to that.
pleasure it's been a great week having you guys on thank you so much yeah and uh you know don't do anything too wild on new year's and for all of you house of mystery listeners i'm really sending you um as well from from rick and myself and our families to yours a merry merry christmas happy holidays and a wonderful amazing new year 2023 You've been listening to the House of Mystery radio show. To find out more about our guests, hosts, or shows, go to www.houseofmystery.com. Show's over for now. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Yeah. Good night. This has been a production of Something Weird Media. I'll be back. You've been listening to the House of Mystery radio show. To find out more about our guests, hosts, or shows, go to www.houseofmystery.com. Show's over for now. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Yeah. Good night. This has been a production of Something Weird Media. I'll be back.